Studio. Hello and welcome to Open for Business series on the Inspiring Talk podcast. In this series, I bring you stories of some of the homegrown small and medium businesses. These stories are representative of the countless small and medium businesses in the country that plays a key role in the overall economic growth of India. By celebrating these businesses, I hope to inspire you to start and scale your business. In each episode, you will hear the stories of building businesses, strategies and innovations that are helping these brands to grow their revenue and impact the lives of people associated with them. I'm your host Vijay Gautam and in today's episode how Kunal Rotagi from Fast Lighting took his three generations old lighting business to the next level by leveraging the power of the internet. Kunal Rotagi launched the brand Fast Lighting in 2010. This is the third generation family run business since 1950. They work with artisans all over the country who use locally sourced raw materials. They design, manufacture and supply decorative lighting across the country and are one of the early adopters of online marketplaces. Today, they have an offline presence in Delhi and CR with 3 stores while their online sale surpasses offline sales. Let's hear it from Kunal on what clicked for them. Kunal, welcome to the show. Thank you Vijay it was it's nice to be in the show. Kunal share with us a bit about Fast Lighting. How long have you been in the market and what's been the traction so far? Okay. We have been in this retail business basically B2C since 1950 and it's only been in uh, Chandni Chowk started by my grandfather and I'm the third generation. And when I came after my studies I had a habit of you know buying everything online. and that was very new to you know indian market so i just thought okay if in other markets people are buying online why shouldn't we try we have everything we have the backend why not just give it a try and the uh, industry is booming in at that time in india so we started listing the products we uh, created a website we started listing products on uh, different platforms the response was good slow but um, it was then uh, eventually we started seeing volumes coming we got more confident and we just uh, thought of you know just pushing it more so it's been a wonderful journey and still is interesting so lighting products like chandelier and lamps are fragile products what are some of the challenges you faced in the production and delivery of these products there were challenges but uh, um, like i said we are in this industry for a long time and we have been sending material to uh, all over india that was pre online era i would say but we knew how to pack but we only we didn't know how to formalize it to in an organized way so we had a team set up for that formalized things on how to pack each step that we need to take same thing but more a noted down way of doing things so anyone any new person comes and he can you know do the same thing follow the same procedure and uh, the way we do packing is we use lot of uh, fillers paper grass and uh, just so the product doesn't move 
the only thing what we found is no matter what you use, bubble, thermocol, whatever you want to use, the trick is the product should not move or should not rattle in the box. There should be like a frozen thing. Imagine something frozen. Just stay in that place. It will not break at all. So our breakage is less than 1%. Wow. We hardly get any complaints from our customers. Whether we do it for any, any, whether we do it for retail packing or courier, surface transport, it doesn't matter. And we say, we do the same kind of packing when we send it to our showrooms in Hyderabad, Bangalore, anywhere, or to any customer. Only formalizing things and uh, procedure, making procedure for everyone to understand that was a challenge. Those are really great insights, Kunal. Having a defined system for anybody to follow definitely ensures the repeatable result. Like you said, less than 1% breakage rate for the products like lights is really commendable. What's been your journey of taking products online and how adopting digital has helped your brand? The journey is not complete. I don't think it will ever be complete. And we are trying our best to, you know, adapt to ever-changing digital ecosystem because the technology changes very fast. But uh, there are e- e-commerce uh, platforms like Amazon has helped us reach far corners of India and the world. We do get few orders from other countries as well, which we are happy about. And that's the thing about technology is that, I mean, just by sitting in one warehouse, you actually won't know where we are sitting. Or, so, and, but our product is uh, everywhere. We have reached to every corner with, uh, with the kind of online platforms what uh, they are providing us. So with that, we get more volume and more reach. In fact, our uh, online sales surpassed our offline sales, which is, uh, I would say, more than more than double. So at this point, I don't have a word for it, but uh, I cannot think of a word, but it totally flipped. Uh, initially, we were more focused on retail outlets, and online platform was more of like advertisement. We'll get, uh, you know, few orders from here and there. But now, it's the other way around. It's more we are focusing on online sales and having a showroom is it's like an advertisement. Mm-hmm. You have a store in some city, it's good to have. It's a good to have. It's not a requirement. It's just a present. What I would say, what uh, something of, you know, you look and go and feel the product, but actually you will buy it online. I go and see the product like we all are doing it. I think when we buy other things, we go see the product, but we actually, we are do- buying it from our home that night, whenever we are comfortable. So that's what happens. That's a great insight. And I think the brands that use the omni-channel approach of being present offline and also online are probably going to win in the longer term because online gives you the ease of ordering from your home. And it's great to hear how going online your brand was not only able to grow, but also surpass offline sales. And this is the last episode of our series. And with every episode, my belief in the power of taking brand online has only strengthened. I was surprised to hear that fragile products often considered that people want to buy offline is also something that people are shopping online, which is interesting, right? And this is a great validation for a lot of brands still thinking of going online and uh, leveraging the wide distribution platforms like Amazon 
offer. So Kunal, can you share with us three key factors that have really helped you grow your business? There are many. I would say first is understanding we started with in India. So I think understanding Indian customers. And we all know Indian customers want, they want everything. They want quality. They want, uh, they are price conscious, everything. And quality, they want best designer products. They want everything best. So we design our own products. So our design reflects what we all like. And we have something that every Indian would like in their house. That's one. And the kind of material what we use, that's the second one. And the there are a few other like availability of stock and customization and spare parts. There's so many. I, I wouldn't say, I mean, availability is also a, a key factor for us. And providing spares to our customer when when something goes wrong. For example, we Indians, we, we like to take care of our products. We hang a chandelier or a wall light for years. Something breaks, I need, I will not replace it with a new one. I would like, you know, I would like, you know, maybe if I can get a spare part of that same one, that would be very nice. So we are able to provide that to our customers. Also, could you share with our listeners the biggest challenges you have faced while scaling your generational business and some of the lessons that you've learned from that? The biggest challenge was to have, you know, well-defined procedure. And uh, we didn't have a QC team, which is uh, very important when you are doing sales on any online platform because customers are not there to check the product. They are not in front of you. They haven't seen the product. So what you are showing them on pictures, they should get receive the same product. So having QC team place and train them, which is useful to mitigate things like return, cases like return, product is not matching with the picture, and we don't want bad reviews. That's, uh, I think, the biggest uh, uh, scary part of uh, online platforms. Mm. So, uh, customer, uh, you know, they have, uh, we all are very vocal online. So, if I buy something, I you know I would like to see, you know, a good review, so more people can buy. So, for that, I need to send a good product. For to send a good product, I need to, you know, make sure whatever I'm showing them, they should receive the exact same thing. So that was a big styling, but uh, now it's a uh, part of our nature. We just do it. It's been uh, 12 years and uh, we are pretty good at it. It's interesting how you say that being an online seller, it's important to ensure that there are no bad reviews. And you mentioned that send them the product that you have shown in the image that you posted in listing page. Two quick tips that you want to share to other online sellers who might be listening to avoid bad reviews? Provide uh, bad reviews is the only way you can get is you are not showing, you are not sending what you are showing. Mm -hmm. And the description should, whatever you want to sell, just be true to it. If you are selling anything, the material, the description should specify because you are not there to explain them over the phone, over the counter, nothing. So they are reading, they are seeing, and they are reading. And whatever you want to put, just 
put over there. And that's the item they should get. Material, color, whatever you want. Just describe the product nicely and to the point. No okay. embellishment required. Hmm. No fancy word, nothing. Just this, this, this. Very basic. So what's next for force lighting? What are some of the goals that you're looking at achieving in the next few years? We are good in B2C sales. And uh, it's been very long. Since 1950s, we are doing retail sales to our you know, B2C. Even online platform, we are focused on B2C. But now, like I said, uh, we because of uh, the reach, we do get some orders from other countries. So we would like to, you know, have uh, a team to start only B2B sales and uh, capture more uh, international markets. That's the plan is for now. Super. All the best with everything that you're doing, Kunal. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. It's been really nice. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Open for Business series on the Inspiring Talk podcast. I hope you got inspired by Kunal's story of scaling force lighting. As an innovator and makers, sometimes we focus too much on just creating and making as we are very passionate about it. Marketing and taking products to customers can sound very daunting. Being open and exploring platforms and tools available to us like Amazon, can significantly take a load of marketing sales and distribution, marketing sales and distribution off your shoulder so that you can focus on what you are good at building. Thanks again for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed listening to this, share this story with people in your network. You never know, this story might just inspire them to start their own business. I hope this series inspired you to chase your dream, build products and build your own business. Now, It's your turn to go out there and do something inspiring.